0: Boom <music> boom from um, Dallas, Texas. Um, my name is Rachel Gaffney and I'm the host of Rachel Gaffney's Real Ireland. Um, today it's a beautiful balmy, 69, 70 degrees outside, tiny bit breezy but gorgeous weather. So don't know what it's like over in Ireland at the moment but uh, we're starting to enjoy some spring weather here, aren't we Anna?
1: Yeah, actually I can uh, check what's the temperature in Ireland which Ooh. I will
0: right now. Ooh. <laughs> Even if people on Twitter or Facebook let us know, we're streaming yeah, live yeah. on Facebook and Twitter and youtube but uh we're, we're grateful for this kind of weather right now before long we're gonna hit the the real harsh summer months coming up here really quickly
1: yeah it's 53 degrees in uh, in ireland in ireland because right we now. use um uh, fahrenheit, fahrenheit yes uh, are, you struggling? Use are you struggling because i'm struggling still we, i mean you've been here for so long now how I, many years 19 i came
0: here in 1996 and i know anna my producer is from portugal so yeah. We're the two lone Europeans in this American office. So uh, we're converting from ounces to grams and meters to feet and temperatures, and same with the oh oven God, and everything. It's always the same, isn't it? <laughs> right. So anyway, but again, good afternoon and thank you for joining me. Um, I was born and raised in Cork in Ireland, and I've been living in Texas in Dallas, Texas since nineteen ninety six. Um, and what I'd like to do every week is I'd like to take you on a journey um, around Ireland with me, meeting and chatting with people along the way. So I'll be introducing you to, to the Ireland I know, the Ireland I grew up in, the Ireland my family live in, the Ireland my friends live in and the Ireland I send my clients to, uh, the modern Ireland. So uh, again, just hopefully we can offer you some tips and tricks, introducing you to chefs and authors fashion designers, you name it, we're just going to find them and introduce them to you. And so without further ado, I thought I'd start with my little favorite Irish find. I like to do a little favorite Irish find every week and I do about you guys. But so you can see, my glasses are on and off all the time. And, always. <laughs> yeah. And these are my uh, these are the you know, those new lightweight ones that can almost bend. So I can't put And I've always people who know me, I wear glasses in my hair 365 yes. days of the year. My sunglasses are in my head. But my reading glasses, I'm always losing the mana. So <laughs> when I was in Ireland, I found this from Newbridge Silver. All right, we're going to put that on the stream. I so guess. it's just OK, so it's a little necklace, silver necklace, which is fabulous. But this is what it's for as well.
1: Okay. For my glasses. So don't you love it? That's so cute. Okay. and and it kind of like what we were looking. Let me put that on the stream. Um, so we were looking before, and it h- kind of has like it's a double sided because it has the 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 diamonds in one side, and then on the other side, it's kind of like it has some some texture, which yes. kind of makes it double double. So it's duty got the here. chain here. Yeah, um,
0: but here, look. Here's the little box, the Newbridge silver box.
1: Look at that. And there's the so chain. Cute
0: um i can't i can't remember exactly how long the chain is measurements it's on my website the exact measurements but you can see me wearing it here so So i have a few of these available at the moment and if you're in the u.s they're fifty dollars but that includes uh, free shipping and everything so the link is up for the website i think i only have about 10 of these but it's a great little gift maybe (laughs) for easter for yourself or whatever but it saved me from losing all of my reading glasses so that is my little favorite irish find from newbridge silver um, up on my website and the link is up there for you now.
1: So I'll, I'll actually post that on the on the stream on Facebook for someone, for the people watching on Facebook. So Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you no so much. No problem, ma'am. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Anna, you're so good. My little Portuguese friend.
0: Um, so that's the Irish finds and uh, thrilled to have brought those to you. Another little item I wanted to mention to people, because I've been getting a lot of messages, see the glasses going off again on and off. And then when I do that, the hair goes, so I'm sorry. You know, sometimes I look at it, I can hear my mother or my grandmother saying, Rachel, stop messing with your hair. (laughs) Some mums, they just, you know, I'm going to be 50 this year and I'm sure
1: you are. Yeah.
0: So, you know, your mums and your grandmums are still telling you to take the hair out of your eyes. (laughs) I don't know about you, but it was always, yes, it'd be lovely if I could only see all of your face. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I wanted to talk to people about my upcoming trip to Ireland in September. And the dates are September the 7th to the 15th. I'll be leading a trip to Ireland and um, you can come with me, there are four spaces left. Four? Mm -hmm. So you can either have a room for single occupancy or you can share with a friend. And this is going to be an incredible trip. I say incredible, I really mean it. Included in this, we've got the five star Fitzwilliam Hotel in Dublin with a dinner in their Glover's Alley restaurant. We're going to go down to Limerick. We're going to visit with um, Amen MacDonald, the author of the Farmette Cookbook and spend some time on her country farm Learn how to make blackberry jam and go foraging for blackberries and get a copy of our cookbook. Mm -hmm. We're going to head across to the five star incredibly renovated Adair Manor in Adair County Limerick. From there, we're going to go across to the Georgian property, Longville House in North Cork and we have that entire house for the night. We're going to go foraging, cooking and have dinner with the owners. Okay. From there, across to Ballymalieu House and cooking school and then we're going to make our way around to West Cork for two days and the taste of West Cork is on for 10 days. So we're going to be there for two days, staying in a Dunmore house overlooking the Atlantic Ocean there in Clonakilty. And then we're going to head up and go back around and end up in a castle in Drumolan Castle. So that's why the trip is called Manners, Country Houses, Castles and Coastlines of Ireland. So you can oh. come with me. I only do one of these once a year, once every 18 months. So a few spaces left if you want to come with me. Okay. The link is up for that, too. Now, I have to make a little correction. In episode four, I made a huge mistake and nobody corrected me. Not one person corrected well. me, except I looked back and went, what was I thinking? Completely wrong name, I mentioned that the architect for the White House was Ken Dowling. Okay, I just read a newspaper article or some magazine article that day with the name Ken Dowling and it stuck in my head. The actual architect for the White House was James Hoban. It's not even the same name, doesn't even sound the same. I just said it, it just came out of my mouth, so I'm so sorry. The architect for the White House, was an Irishman from Kilkenny and his name was James Hoban. So forget that other name. I'm not even going to say it or that'll stay in your minds too. So my apologies. If I was in a newspaper, I'd have to do a a, a retraction or something, but I'm trying to... (laughs) cover my mistakes my mistakes as best i can it's
1: called a, uh, the show uh, online we do it we do it and then sometimes you know yeah. information is not accurate so we just go back and yeah. uh, fix
0: but it. i don't want to be Here giving out the wrong information you know just pretending once. yeah so i'm sorry about that um, right moving on to today's show really quickly yeah. i want to take everybody to another county in ireland we're going to visit county wicklow so come to county wicklow with me
1: all right so um, we have a, a couple of photos that we want to play. We do, but before we do, I just want to tell you that County Wicklow
0: yeah. is located in the county just south of Dublin, right? And All it's right. known as the Garden of Ireland, or the Garden County. Um, and you can see now where that little blue stop is on the map. That shows you where Wicklow is. And I want to show you, uh, i tell you about one of the things first, a little tidbit of information before we show a photo. Um, so Wicklow's famous for its granite. Um, really? Oh yeah, for for um, gosh, since up until 1952, I think it was. Um, so Tynaghilly is a tiny little place in County Wicklow, and it was known as Granite Village. Okay, and so was um, actually Bally Knockan. Uh, uh, K-N-O-C-K-A-N, those two areas are Ogrem and Wicklow. That's where all the granite was. Um, So it's been quarried for centuries from the Wicklow Mountains. And many of the fine buildings in Dublin were supplied with large amounts of granite. Um, from here and the original stonemasons came from Wales so that's why in Wicklow you'll hear names like last names or surnames as we call them in Ireland like Evans or Ellis because they came from Wales so that's where that was but Wicklow is still uh, quarried it comes from the Wicklow mountains and the reason I mention the granite and the importance of that in Wicklow is one of the places I want you to visit when you're in Wicklow is a place called Rossborough House and you can see there isn't it beautiful it's so cute isn't it cute and
1: even the photo you took the this photo right uh, that one i did oh, not okay no I but, like, but oh, i have Frank's taken cute. most
0: of the photos but this one actually uh, courtesy of tourism ireland but okay they, that that stone is actually granite
1: oh not really? that not that one i'm sorry i'm just trying to uh to uh get ahead because i want to know more about these. I'm so sorry. I have a preview of all these things. Okay, so it's granite.
0: And you can just show them up. So it's granite. But if you go to Rosborough House, that was built in 1744 and it was made from local granite. Um, And if you go to visit Rosborough, you can go visit their 18th century walled gardens. And it's a great place to take children because it's got fairy trails. It's got a maze. It's got sheepdog demonstrations. So you can do a lot while you're there at Rossborough House. Nice. Um, The next place is Glendalock which is a monastic site, there you go, and that's the round tower, can you see that? Yes, I was gonna say, um, is there like a silo in the back or is just, what is this thing? So that's called a round tower, Mm -hmm. and this site, this monastic site was built, this was founded by Saint Kevin in the 6th century.
1: Oh wow, okay.
0: And that's not far from, it's about 40 minutes from, um, if you were staying at a place called Ballynocken House and Cookery School.
1: Okay, and we have Which a rose that's
0: somewhere we're going to be talking about in just a moment.
1: Yay. Yay! It's so pretty. So,
0: if you're visiting Wicklow and if you're staying here in Ballynock and House and Cookery School, the things you can do in that area is you could. Isn't that lovely? That it's a farmhouse. Look at that garden. It's
1: beautiful. Oh Aren't her? Gosh. Look at
0: the roses there. And and I love the size of it, don't you? Yes,
1: it's very pretty.
0: So if you're staying there, it's got a cookery school, it's got its own gardens. Do you see that? Oh, good. Look at that. And do some cooking classes. I want to
1: cook there. I
0: know. (laughs) And that's kind of sort of the perfect segue into me talking about our guest today yes so do you remember i was talking about anna was i talking to you about netflix uh a lot of people i was telling you guys yes. about lords and ladles has anybody watched it
1: you've been talking about that let's see
0: anybody on facebook watching right now is anybody letting us know if they've watched it lords and ladles or if they've seen it what they think of it but i know that i love it
1: well, so far we have people saying hello from uh ct where's it ct to connecticut Yes, yes, i think so yeah and then from ireland people are watching from ireland hello hi ireland.
0: everybody <laughs> we're talking about wicklow i'm trying to send people over to wicklow and visit wicklow which is only you know it's just south of dublin but if you're staying in bally and that's where we're talking about Ballynocken and house and cookery school so today's guest is going to be chef catherine fulvio now full disclosure guys catherine was supposed to come on live with us today and do a live feed like we did with mark nolan from Demolan castle and just like we'll be doing next week with Joe Brown from Joe Brown Skincare, uh, Perfumes and Cosmetics. But Catherine, being Catherine, uh, is in full demand for TV. So she's on television tonight, right now, as we speak in Ireland. So we pre recorded on Monday. We decided let's have our little interview, let's have a chat, and I'll ask her all the questions. And we will then air it today. So to give you a little bit background of Catherine, she is the proprietor of Ballynockan and House and Cookery School, which is the farmhouse which is opened as a bed and breakfast 50 years ago this year. Uh, she is the host of Lords and Ladles and A Taste of Ireland. So let's roll the tape there, Anna, and let's see how our interview went. And people can post questions if they want and we'll address them during, afterwards, later. Here we go. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and uh, a special welcome to our guest uh, this week, which is Catherine Fulvio, or should I say Chef Catherine Fulvio, from uh, Ballynocken House and Cooking School, uh, located in Glenelie County, Wicklow, in the lovely Garden County of Ireland. So, Catherine, welcome. Thank
2: you, Rachel. Pleasure
0: to talk to you. Look at you sitting there by that gorgeous fireplace, and I'm looking at your table with the scones and the tea, and I don't have any of it here. Scones? (laughs) And needless to say, where were those scones made, Catherine?
2: Oh, in our kitchens here in the farmhouse.
0: (laughs) In the farmhouse kitchens. Look at that fire. Oh, my gosh. You're making me homesick there with that gorgeous roaring fire.
2: So, this I wonder, is actually my family's home, Rachel. Oh, so it is? I was, I was bred here. My father was born and bred here. Um, the fourth generation of our family live here. And it's an 1850s farmhouse with seven guest bedrooms. And my mum started the bed 50 years ago on St. Patrick's Day this year.
0: On St. Patrick's Day. So March the 17th. Uh, to yeah. This is 2019. It was 50 years this year.
2: 1969.
0: That's fantastic, that's a very special year, that's the year I was born. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be 50, so maybe for my 50th I need to head over to Ballynock and maybe that's what I should do. (laughs) <laughs> and that being said, I wanted to first say a huge congratulations. And I, I want to mention to people who will be watching this week that you have a very heavy TV schedule this week. I know that. And I'm very grateful that you decide to chat with us today because later on in the week, it's so busy for you that we managed to nab you today. But firstly, I want to say thank, or thank you. I want to congratulate you because we believe, Little Birdie told us, that you have been nominated for a Daytime Emmy for the best culinary host along with the greats like Giada De Laurentiis and Valerie Bertinelli. Congratulations, Catherine.
2: Yeah, that's correct. I mean, I found out by accident on Twitter last week. Are you? <laughs> but when I actually did charge my phone, in fairness, there were about 20 missed calls from Los Angeles. Um, but yeah, it's quite, quite an honour. Um, I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, it's for a show that I did called A Taste of Ireland at Ballinock and Cookery School which is aired on a channel called recipe.tv and it's a wonderful wonderful show with beautiful ingredients all local ingredients showcasing everything farm from our herb garden our vegetable gardens fruit gardens and then we're out and about filming up in the Wicklow Mountains collecting beer of the Powerscourt Gardens collecting chopping boards all sorts it looks amazing and I'm really pleased that we've got this far with it.
0: Well so you you it obviously sounds wonderful when you talk about highlighting Wicklow and I actually have seen your show and just for uh, people uh, my American guests and friends uh, guys a recipe.tv I have AT&T Uverse I don't know who your provider is but for me, Catherine's show is on channel 1823 in high def. And I urge you to watch A Taste of Ireland because it's it's wonderful. In fact, I watched her the other day. If you want to learn how to make an Irish coffee properly, you need to watch Catherine show you how to do that, um, by the way, folks, on A Taste of Ireland. And we will share links with all of that for you so you can watch her show. Uh, going back to Wicklow and going back to TV, we'll just mention really quickly, I also know that you're on this show that we are all hooked on over here on Netflix called Lords and Ladles. Show. Uh, going back, uh, how many seasons Wicklow, are you? Uh, have you been doing this now, Catherine, along with your friends, Derry Clark and Paul Flynn?
2: Paul Flynn. Yeah, so it's a wonderful show. It's about food history here in Ireland and the three of us cook in the old castles and manor houses of Ireland, showcasing all these major banqueting style food and ingredients that you might not want to eat ever for sure. Uh, but also some other really good stuff. And it just looks amazing as well. You know, the gardens, the grounds, the houses, the character and the banter between myself and the two other chefs is just phenomenally good. Uh, but Lords and Ladies has gone down a treat on Netflix and we have filmed three series of it. That is 18 episodes. Okay, that's fantastic.
0: And I took a group to Ireland last year myself to the wonderful Ballywalter Park. And on your season one, episode five, I noticed that you were in Ballywalter Park. And I I have to ask you something on a personal note. For those who haven't watched, you must watch, because I'm not going to tell you why, but how is your love affair doing right now with Aspic?
2: My love affair with Aspic was only starting then. When you watch series two, you'll see it continues for quite a while. Okay, (laughs) if I never see Aspic in my life, I'd be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if, if, yeah, see, listen, season three, I think, we got as far as doing a fishbowl oh, in Aspic. Oh, my this was the idea. See, the Victorians, uh, it depends, Like some of the recipes go back to the 1300s. But the Victorians really believed in playing with food, it was all about showmanship. So they would get something like Aspic and they would turn it into a dessert. And so this was like a fake fish bowl, and the, and I had, like, Irish, like, um, seaweed floating in it, what they were, and they were edible flowers and things that I had used because, of course, they had to be sweet. But it, it looked stunning. So keep watching, Rachel, and you'll get to the next bit of us. Oh, I, I will. Healing. I will.
0: And I'm getting messages from people, private messages on Facebook and everything saying, OK, Rachel, you told us to watch it. Now we're hooked. We're addicted. And I, um, somebody asked me to ask you, are you finding that you through even though you're a chef, are you also learning a lot about not just Victorian, but are you, do, are you finding out a little bit more about our own Irish food culture
2: going back through the ages? Yes, well, I've always had a really strong interest in Irish food history anyway. Um, and having grown up in an 1850s farmhouse, uh, there's a lot of food history here and a lot of information passed on from generation to generation. And in fact, here, when our guests come to stay or come to do a cooking class, they get to see the famine soup pot that belongs to the house. So this famine soup pot uh, came with the house, which was built for a rent collector, and it was used in the area to feed the tenant farmers during the famine. So I've always had a particular interest in our food history and in a lot of cases you know we get a lot of guests coming in from the United States and people do think we're still a corned beef and cabbage of course as you know Rachel we're not even corned beef and cabbage but we have so much amazing food history and lords and ladles shows the colorful food our our love affair with potatoes and the funny thing is when the potatoes first came in as we learned in lords and ladles the Irish houses did not know what to do with them and they used them to make desserts so in the first series where we're filming in Bar Castle, we actually make a sweet dessert using traditional Irish potatoes, which was surprisingly tasty, by the way.
0: That's fantastic. Uh, so now what you've made me think about, and as you may or may not know, so I have some guests that are heading over to Ireland in June and they are booked in with you, delighted to say. And I have a group of ladies that are going to Ireland next year and I've suggested they go stay with you. So for the uh, people that are watching and the people who are interested in Ireland and food and having a bit of fun, or as we say in Ireland, a bit of crack, which I was teaching people last week, remember C-R-A-I-C is the Irish word for fun, pronounced crack, not to be confused with the illegal substance. So I'm sure there's plenty of crack, fun, at Ballynockin. What I'd like you to talk about, Catherine, is could you tell us a little bit about uh, whether I go over or I take a group or people are coming over and they want an unusual food experience with you, they can do a regular cooking class, but what can they do with you if they wanted to you know, pull out all the stops and take the house for the night and have a dinner? What, what would you suggest? What, what are your ideas? I'm sure you've got lots.
2: So we have a few options. First of all, of course, people can stay over with the seven guest bedrooms or if it's a small family group traveling together, why not take all bedrooms? Because we've 10 in total um, uh, using the, the... We've a renovated farm building as well beside here. So there's plenty of space to stay over. We have our own vegetable gardens, herb gardens. We have fantastic hikes up in the forest with private access to Carrick Forest, right behind here in Carrick Mountain. And from there you can see Wales on a clear day and all of the Wicklow Mountains. So you've got a view of the Irish Sea to one side and the Wicklow Mountains to the other side. Moving on to cooking, which is my love affair, people can book a private cooking class. So if they don't want to do a public class, which happens at weekends, anybody can sign up to them. You can book a class with us, and we can do anything from a one-hour Irish baking class where you learn to make soda bread and scones and our signature apple cake and so on, and then you can pack that up as a picnic and take it up to Glendalough, this beautiful 6th century monastic city, which is just around the corner from here. So if you wanted to do something a little longer in the cooking school, why not cook your own lunch or dinner? Mm. And we have a wonderful... Um, called Guinness is good for you. Where we make Guinness soda bread, we make fabulous soups, we make beef and Guinness, and we do a Guinness chocolate cake. Mm, it's to die for, to be quite honest.
1: Guinness um, chocolate cake.
2: Our Guinness chocolate cake. It's so good, so so good.
0: Oh. Unfortunately,
2: cake is very Moorish as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. But, but um, the other program that some guests from the United States have been asking for that we've, we've introduced is a Lords and Ladles program. And again, it's organised privately for people coming to us, and it's whereby we cook three or four of these from the Lords and Ladies series myself here at Ballynockan, out open fire, and this guests come in then to our eighteen fifties farmhouse and relax and enjoy it. So it's a version of Lords and Ladies in a kind of a quieter, uh, more relaxed situation. So we could do that and
0: st- spend the night and enjoy the whole evening with you at the homes. So it's almost like you're bringing us to your home, your personal farmhouse. We can all go stay, have the dinner and enjoy your lovely fireplace there. And would you share a scone with us or some of your tea, maybe?
2: Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I absolutely think it has to be Barry's Irish tea. Would that be oh. your favourite?
0: Well, you know, I'm a Cork woman. I don't know if you know that, but I am a Cork woman. So, um, and actually, a uh, little, little tidbit between you and I. I say between you and I, everybody's listening. But growing up in Cork, there's a certain somebody that I used to hang out with when I was uh, younger and go to the discos. And their last name was Barry, and they owned a tea company. So uh, he would be proud of me. But yes, I'm a huge Barry's tea fan. And people here in Dallas, do you know, and in the States, they love their Barry's tea. Um, it's just. And I'm enjoying your lovely roses on your teapot there. That looks like it's a Newbridge Silver. Is that correct? Newbridge, I have it the same is. teapot. Oh,
2: it is, it's Newbridge. I was going to use some of my family herbs, but I, I thought this was kind of very spring-like because very I have a lot cheery. of the passed down from my grandmother and my great-grandmother um, on display here. But, but I don't know, This is like this is proper for this time of the year, don't you think?
0: absolutely it's very cheery and i'm going to finish on one thing because i've noticed up above the fireplace i can't stop looking are those gorgeous stack of cookbooks you've penned a few cookbooks yourself catherine haven't you
2: i have i've written six cookbooks and um, wow. the most recent one is this one here mm-hmm. taste of home and this will be all recipes from here at Ballynock and my family recipes mom grandmothers and so on and lots of lovely um earthy homely Uh, recipes but also you know things that reflect Ballynockin because of course we cook dinners for guests and uh, it's pre-booked for residents only and we teach people things in the cookery school so there's a lot of really really nice things like you'll see there like a a classic Irish cheese board I don't know if you can see that there oh yes 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 yeah oh that's lovely
0: so that's set in
2: your it's your home yeah you know, Rachel, one of the things that I absolutely am so passionate about is the soda bread, and I know it is such an Irish thing. Um, but every farmhouse has their own recipe, and this here is my mother's recipe. You see?
0: Oh, I didn't know they all had their. I mean, I know soda. That's beautiful. What yeah. what makes you? Can you share a few ingredients with us in your so soda in bread? My maybe mom,
2: there is. Um, we put a little bit of molasses in, or treacle, ah. depending on what you. And the, really? the, the key to making soda bread is definitely using irish buttermilk
0: i know and that's where we get a little bit stuck over here i won't go into that um and i talk about over here all the time they put raisins and caraway seeds and all sorts of stuff and as you and i both know that you know a good slice of brown bread or soda bread you know, the raisins and all that came much later, you know, it was kind of thrown in as a little treat. It was a status symbol, but the typical peasant bread didn't have any exported dried fruits. But I did not know that each farmer has had their own. But I think I'm going to have to try the Ballynockan soda bread for my family. Um, can they buy those cookbooks online, Catherine?
2: Some of the books are online. And then when guests come to stay with us here in uh, we I'm here to sign them as well, which is always a treat for everybody. Okay,
0: well, I want to say thank you because I also know that you have, and you're typical of you, you've got a group arriving to stay with you and you want to be there to meet them and say hello and welcome them, which is very typical of you and all your staff at Ballynock, and you're very welcoming. So I understand you have to leave us, um, but I do want to say thank you for joining us. And for anybody watching and anybody who's interested, I say that we put a group together and we book Ballynockin and we do a Lords and Ladles evening or a couple of days there. And I am personally thrilled at the idea of cooking and packing your picnic and take you to Glendalough. That is superb. So Catherine, a very, very huge thank you for joining us. And again, many congratulations on your nomination. I sincerely hope you get it because I'd love to see you get that Emmy. I really would. It puts us on the map in, in America, which we need. And thank you for being such a champion for Irish food. Um, and thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thank you so much. It's an Absolute pleasure, Rachel. See you in Ireland soon.
0: Okay. Slán lát.
1: Slán.
2: Oh. <gasps> Oh my
1: god. I wanna be there. Rachel, please tell me that you're organizing a trip there. Please. I think so
0: yes I'm um, love it. i gonna do um, I think what I'm gonna do is after talking to Catherine I said I think it's time for us to do a lords and ladles trip and I think actually not just Americans I think some uh, people in Ireland if you want to come on this trip with us we'll do a few things in Wicklow uh, we'll include Ballynockan and a night there and the lords and Nadels experience nice. and I think if nothing else I don't know about you but I'm dying for a slice of that Guinness cake <gasps>
1: I had the same thought. I love Guinness. I love Guinness cake. Um, there's people that say some want um, Philadelphia icing. Other people say it has to be sugar uh, icing. Where do you land?
0: Oh you mean like the Philadelphia cream cheese? Yes. I, see. I don't know what her frosting recipe is. Oh. I need to ask her but I'm sure it's really good because there's ganache and there's all different types oh. of recipes. That um, Her recipes, she had one, I saw one recently, was Guinness and beetroot cake. Oh, that sounds
1: great because uh, it sounds healthy. Well, but think They're about it. Siren. Wait, zucchini
0: bread, <laughs> carrot breads. True. I mean, why not use those? So, um, but between that now and the famine soup pot and their own farmhouse breads, um, packing the picnic and take it to Glendalough. I don't know about you guys, but I'm in. I'm, I'm I so go. in. I want to go. Um, I think <laughs> it's right. probably almost time. I can't believe how quickly this half hour goes. But I do want to say thanks a million to Ballynock and, and again to Catherine Ful- Fulvio for joining us. Uh, Catherine, you're a star, and I'm wishing you, again, all the very best in your Emmy nomination. The awards come out at the beginning of May. Next week, I want to tell you that we have Joe Brown. Joe Brown from Carlo. We're going to move across to another county, over from Woo-hoo. Wicklow. We're going to to County Carlo, C-A-R-L-O-W. And Joe Brown will be on with us. And Joe Brown has her own line of solid perfume sticks and gorgeous lemongrass soaps. Oh, I can't wait. Facial balms. I'll just tell you more next week on that one. We'll have her on. Uh, I've got American Airlines coming in the studio on uh, April the 10th. And we're going to be talking about the new direct flight from Dallas to Dublin whoop, starting whoop. June the 6th. Uh, we're going to talk about all the new things that are going on in Terminal D. And I've got Nevin McGuire from Macneen House and Cookery School in County Cavan the week after that. So we've got lots coming up. So thank you all very much for joining us. And f- until next week, uh, don't forget to uh, tune in again next week. Slon lath.